0: Chelsea Zaccato.
1: And I'm Natalie Heacock.
0: And this is Lumber Slingers.
1: Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry.
0: Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge.
1: Hey, Charles. Hey, Nat. How's it going? Good. Happy to be here. Happy to have some episodes going. I know. It's that drip 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 drip. What are we like? 3 4 in a row. We're on fire.
0: Just pure fire. Except I'm going to be sad. We have a we have one we want to drop and the audio file is corrupt, so we're going to trying to figure that out still. Hope we can
1: get it out. Every day we're learning. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Pretty soon, we will be so quick at it. They'll just drop right after we record. You know, if that day ever comes, I listen, there's a podcast I
0: listen to, they release every day by noon. And I'm like, how do they do this? Cause
1: they edit it. It's insane. Maybe we should take like an editing 101 class.
0: Yes, add that to the schedule. We have plenty of time.
1: Yeah, if there's anybody listening who wants to give us lessons, just uh, reach out. Lumber, Yeah, like it can't be that hard. People are probably laughing right now and they're like, (laughs) "It is, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) well, I am excited that we have Ellery Jones on the podcast today. She is visiting us all the way from Mississippi. And I had the pleasure of meeting Ellery last October for an Interfor Women event. And we just clicked and got along really great. And so um, shout out to Donna Whitaker for bringing us together. And I'm super excited to have her today. And I loved meeting her. She's such a Southern charm
0: and what a a perfect role she is in um, in this organization. And so I'm excited to dive in and talk about it with her.
1: Yes, she is the executive director of the Mississippi Lumber Manufacturers Association, also known as MLMA, which is much more fun to say. The MLMA is a professional trade association devoted to supporting the lumber manufacturers in Mississippi and industry professionals across the United States and Canada. In her role, Joan serves as the staff liaison to the MLMA board of directors. She manages the association's programs, events, services, finance, and assets, which we will get into. She does it all. It's crazy. Jones assists in the association's government affairs efforts and supports the state and others with economic development opportunities related to lumber manufacturing. Ellery strives to develop and improve relationships with members and external partners. Gee, I can't believe how many hats she wears. This is exciting. Let's get into it. Yes, let's go. I am so excited to welcome Ellery Jones to our show today. She's here all the way
2: from Mississippi to visit us in Portland, Oregon. Thanks, thanks for being here yeah thank you all for having me I'm so excited to be here first time to Portland
1: awesome what do you think of the rain
2: it's not that bad uh today's really beautiful the last few days haven't been so bad I was honestly anticipating it being so much colder um but the cold is not bad because where I'm from is so humid um and so y'all don't have a lot of humidity so I'm like I can deal with this cold without <laughs> the humidity like this't bad it get a beautiful day yeah, it's very lucky. Today yeah, is you. really nice. So, um, but no, at home it's like 78. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and humid. And humid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing about, about here is how mild it is. I I could get used to that. It's really nice. I mean, I came from Colorado and uh so when I came here I was like, Oh, it's not as extreme. It's rainy, but don't yeah. you get,
2: you know, the humidity. You don't have yeah, the the humidity weather. and the heat is real bad. Not that bad in the winter, but summers are pretty, pretty brutal.
0: Well, we're here today to talk about the association that you're the executive director of. Can you tell us a little bit about the MLMA?
2: Yeah. So MLMA is the Mississippi Lumber Manufacturers Association. It was started in 1954. We were started to promote the use of southern yellow pine and hardwood lumber enhance the demand for the products, and give a unified voice to our lumber manufacturers. That's awesome. Uh, How many members do you have? So our core members are our sawmills in the state of Mississippi. And so we have 26 sawmills that are members of MLMA. And then Within those 26, a few of them have multiple sawmills. So it's about 31 mills in the state. And then aside from mill members, we also have associate members. And so those are the mills vendors. Um, It can be anywhere from their buyers, um, their heavy equipment people, their professional service people like insurers, bankers, and then people like Patrick Lumber. Cool.
1: Cool. So that I think you touched on your um, mission statement. Was mm-hmm. that your actual mission statement? Yes. Okay, that's neat. And I was—we uh, were talking earlier. I like how you put that in your email yes. signature. Yes, I've been seeing a trend towards that lately.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So my background in nonprofit—I came to MLMA from um, a career in nonprofit fundraising, and so um, the mission in nonprofit world is always first and foremost, and mm-hmm. so yeah, you definitely want that all the time. People to know what you're doing when you're in a nonprofit business.
1: Yes. I mean. So how long have you been in the lumber industry?
2: It's been a whole two years for me. Think? <laughs> think? I love it. So I came from nonprofit fundraising. You know, I worked for a children's hospital. I worked for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, and then I got here and we are a, professional trade association so we still are nonprofits a little bit different than a 501c3 nonprofit but um I still do a lot of fundraising and it's just geared towards your members as opposed toward to um, a philanthropy program and mission but um everyone I've met in Lumber since I started at MLMA has been wonderful and that's what makes my job so fun
1: so how did you
2: hear about the industry how did you get? Yeah. Original. Coincidence. This isn't how I heard about MLMA, but my grandfather was actually a logger. Um, Yeah. So that's my only family tie to the industry. So I was started in nonprofit and then I was working for a nonprofit in 2020 when COVID hit. And so I was laid off From that job because you know we didn't know what was gonna happen. And we're certainly thinking no one's gonna be donating money to nonprofits. We don't know what's gonna happen. And so I went to work for an accounting firm after that just to do something to get out of the house. And um, the accounting firm I work for uses MLMA or MLMA uses that firm. And uh, our former executive director, Lauren Benner, told us that she was retiring from MLMA, and so I had no idea anything about MLMA or the lumber industry that I called Lauren and I was like, you tell me about this job. (laughs) (laughs) So I talked to her about it and she told me all about it. And I was like, I think this is something I might like to do because my background's in fundraising and event planning. And that's a lot of what I do as the executive director of MLMA. And so one thing led to another and I interviewed with the board and that was two years ago. So it's, it's gone really quickly. But I've loved learning about the industry. I knew nothing about lumber before I came in <laughs> only oh
1: I mean, I've, I guess I've been here for almost five years. Chelsea has me beat. But yeah. I feel like we do really cool stuff all
2: the time. We and definitely cool. do really like, cool we're stuff. We're cool industry. We are so cool and we are so much fun is what I learned <laughs> very early on. <laughs> yeah,
0: Yeah. one of my favorite quotes that was, um, I heard somebody say at a convention that we're a drinking industry with a lumber problem.
2: Yes, I have <laughs> heard that same saying. And I found that to be very true. The very first convention I planned, <laughs> yeah. my the former director, she was there with me, training me and she went the first year and helped me. And she, that was one of the first things she said. She said, you need to make sure the bar is always prepared. And I kind of underestimated her until I got <laughs> through that first event. And I was like, okay, you were not lying about that. So- <laughs> Yes, um, it is a very fun group, but the best people in the world. So I've really enjoyed it.
0: How many people do you work with at ML? Because you have a board which is comprised of Mm -hmm. members, I'm assuming. And then do you have anybody on staff that you work with?
2: No. So I am a one-woman show, which is great. And then it's also a challenge. We do have a board of directors, which consists of our members. Um, We have 12 people on our board, um, the majority of which are mill members. So they work for a mill in Mississippi. And then we have three seats for associate members. Um, And they are technically my boss. So um, they oversee me and, um, you know, I run the organization and we work together basically to promote the mission and promote um, the organization. a lot. Yeah, (laughs) it, it is a lot. Um, it's being a one woman show. Like, I mean, I obviously have to wear a lot of hats. Um, I do everything from planning all the events to, you know, daily, like bookkeeping, the marketing, everything, which my background in fundraising kind of really set me up very well for that. Um I did a lot of events and um so you have to market those events and then you have to like budget for them and all of that and so I had a lot of experience in that and um in any fundraising industry you're really focused on relationship building and that's a big deal in this industry too and yes, so big deal. um it has served me well in this industry but um yeah it's fun. I mean my board helps me a lot. So I'm very thankful for them.
0: That be, that would be hard just being involved in understanding a lot of different associations. I don't know if I've seen one, that's a one, one woman show. So yeah. that's, you do a great job uh, for running a whole <laughs> entire association. Thank Good you. Good work. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and so something I think on that note is that associations are so important when you're starting a new career and yeah. then also when you're in the depth of your career, having these and forging these relationships to help you not only solve problems in your own business, but also be a part of a community in our industry is so important. Mm -hmm. So why would you urge people maybe coming into the industry or somebody who's just not been a part of this association yet? Like what's your messaging to them? Why they should get involved. Mm-hmm.
2: So um, I think you touched on it like a great point. The relationships are so crucial when you're in this industry. And that's not even just your customers' relationships. Those are your, you know, they might be your competitor, but you're also colleagues and you might have a problem and they help you figure it out and you'll work together. And so um, that's one of the biggest ba- values for our mill members is their relationships with each other and how they can work together. Um, and then, of course, we have their relationships with their associate members who are essentially their vendors. So part of my job is really helping foster those relationships with each other, the mill members and the associate members, connecting them to each other, making sure they both have value in their membership. As the executive director, my job is really about stewardship and how I can best serve our members. And so I'm constantly thinking about that, ways that I can help them promote their business, run their business. And that's really always changing. Like this week, I'm in town for the International Mass Timber Convention. And um, that is obviously a huge new opportunity for our members to break into a new market and um, potentially really grow their businesses. And so I do things like this. I do things like host our own trade show and um, invite them all to attend and see each other each year. So um, there's a lot of value of being a member in association. And I think that's really important, especially for young people coming into the industry who might not know the value of face-to-face meetings and um, spending time with each other, um, especially coming out of COVID, like. Now we really do know Like it's important that we actually get to see each other. So um, I would encourage anybody who's in the lumber manufacturing industry in the Southeast and really beyond, look into NMLMA and look into membership.
0: Are there any other resources that you offer? So you have the the main trade show every year. Mm -hmm. And then what other resources throughout the year do you offer to add value to the membership?
2: Yeah, so um, our main members obviously are our mill members. And so I do government affairs work to help wow. with their business. A big thing right now, you know, everybody's struggling with workforce issues. We are not excluded from that. And so I've been spending a lot of time and energy on helping them solve these workforce issues. And that is connecting them with partners in our state to find qualified people to maybe choose a career in lumber manufacturing and forest products. You know, that's a big focus for me right now. Um, obviously, the convention and trade show that we host every summer is a big one, but it can be anything, you know, helping them find new customers, helping. <laughs> <Or blank. laughs>
1: uh, uh, we mentioned an auction. That was really cool.
2: Oh, yeah. So uh, we do an auction at our convention and trade show. It's a smaller auction, but we do silent auction. All of our members donate things and then we do a live auction. So those are always really fun. And so that money goes towards our government affairs efforts. And so we do partner with other um, government affairs groups in the state and um, then also in Washington and um, help, you know, improve policies to help them run their businesses. I think
0: that alone is so valuable that part right there. We need more voices in Washington for the industry as a whole. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yes.
1: Something that you mentioned I thought was interesting is that uh, competitors, and I, I don't know if this is yeah. lumber industry specific and maybe Chelsea, you can talk to this more, but you buy from your competitor and you sell to your competitor, but they're also your competitor. Mm-hmm. And it's a really wild concept, especially like going to business school when you're taught all these things about competition and who your competitors are, and mm-hmm. name them and compete with them. And then it, you get into the real world and you're like, oh, that's actually not how it goes. No. Like we have the same struggles. We both want to make a dollar mm-hmm. and we both want to support the people that we're employing and making mm-hmm. sure that they have the best lives that they can. So yes, we are competitors, but also like, let's like, how can we solve some of the same problems? How can we have our voices heard in Washington? So I think that's really unique with lumber. I, I, it's really exciting to hear you say that because,
2: oh yeah, so um, Mississippi is a smaller state, but um, the forest products industry is the third biggest commodity in our state. And so when you think about the economic impact it has and the impact on jobs in the state, it's huge. And so we really do have to work together to make sure we're all promoting our industry because it's so important to our state. And um, yeah, they might be your competitor, but they're also your friend. And if you have a problem that you need help on, you know, I hear this all the time from members, all they have to do is pick up the phone and call their competitor and they're right there to help them um, solve that problem that they have probably already had. So it is a, it's a great community. That is something I was told coming into this industry and um, I found it to be very true.
1: Yeah. It sounds like you do a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a lot, but it's so fun. I mean, I I love my job. When I interviewed, I asked Lauren, who I took over for, she was the director for nine years. And I asked her what her favorite part of her job was. And she said the people, and um, I completely understand why she said that. Now we work with the best people and I love my members. Um, I love spending time one-on-one with them, going to see their mills, learning about the industry and what they do, because I took over and I knew nothing about lumber. So they've been really great teaching me about the industry and about um, their businesses. So the people are wonderful.
0: Coming from like a completely different background and being in the industry for a couple of years, would you ever say you were to move on from the MLMA Mm -hmm. time? You did your thing, you got somebody coming in and that's going to do great. Would you
2: go into lumber? Like,
0: would you find a lumber company to work at? Would you oh go yeah.
2: Sales? Oh yeah, no doubt. Like, well, I already know these are the most fun people to work with. So, <laughs> why would I ever leave the industry? <laughs> you better Yeah. <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> um. Yeah. No, I really like nonprofit work. Um, um, fundraising is such a passion of mine. Um, so I truly believe I have the best job ever. But yeah, I mean, my most of my contacts at my member companies are salespeople. And so they're so (laughs) much fun. Yeah. They're
0: probably trying to recruit you every time they see you. (laughs) Uh,
2: Maybe one or two of them.
0: I have no question in my mind. Um, Well, it's really cool to see you and, you know, you're young, vibrant, uh, very giving, obviously with your background in nonprofit, it's really cool to see you in an executive director role. It's very inspiring. Yeah. And, Let's talk about some of the challenges you've had being in this role. How long have you been in the role for two years? Two years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what has been your biggest challenge?
2: So the biggest challenge for me, and we've already talked about it a little bit, is just that there's only one of me. Um, and there's so much to do so much to be done. So many things that I want to do. And I'm kind of on my own, um, figuring it out, but I have leaned heavily on my board. They have been great in guiding me and teaching me. Also, my members, one of the first things I did after I planned our my first convention was um, just get out and go visit our mills. And so I've tried to visit all of our mill members and they are great about setting up tours through the sawmill with me. And so I've learned all about types of saws and dimensional <laughs> lumber and, you know, dry kilns and all kinds of stuff. And so that was great. Uh, That was a challenge for me, not knowing anything about the industry and so much to do and learn, but um, they have really welcomed me with open arms and it's been great to learn about it.
0: There's a lot to learn. So (laughs) I imagine it feels overwhelming, but and changing industries in general, you know, you went from um, you said Make-A-Wish. Was that yeah. your last
2: job? Yeah. So I worked at Make-A-Wish. I did nonprofit fundraising for them. Um, I still volunteer with them because they're so special yeah. to my heart. And um, But this is the same. I mean, it might not be a philanthropy nonprofit, but it's still promoting an industry that is very important to our state and our economy and our jobs. And so it feels just as important to me as any kind of philanthropy nonprofit. And luckily,
1: there's resources like Lumber Slingers <laughs> yes you to listen yes. to. And yeah. <laughs> switching industries are new to the industry. Shameless plug.
2: Okay. Yes. <laughs> I have learned so much uh, <laughs> when driving to my mills because New City is a really rural, spread out state. And so some of my mills are three hours away. And um, so I have lots of time. In the re- on the road in my car and I just plug in lumber slingers and I've learned a whole lot <laughs> from listening to
0: y'all okay, yeah. <laughs> sounds <flip.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> um I know we kind of already touched on this so I, not to beat a dead horse over here but have you had any specific success stories of members that have become a member of
2: MLMA and and what are those stories yeah so um Coming into MLMA, um, I was, you know, taught by my successor, which was great. She was retiring. She wasn't leaving. So she was there to kind of guide me and teach me the first um, few months. And she just, you know, MLMA is really known for our convention and trade show, um, which I think is Probably the biggest success story for us. Um, she told me going into it that everybody says it's the biggest and best trade show in the southeast. And you know, after doing two and listening to all my members after the show come up and tell me the same thing, I believe her. And now I've gone to a few other trade shows myself, and obviously I'm partial to Illinois, <laughs> but um, I do think it is one of the biggest and best shows in the industry. Um, so many of our mill members are there. Um, the owners, the operators, the decision makers are there. And so that really attracts all the associate members to come. And, you know, it's a really relaxed and um, casual environment. Um, Everybody's there to have fun. They bring their families, um, they do business, but um, they don't miss it. Um, A lot of my members have told me that it's like a big family reunion every year. And so they just really look forward to coming to it and, um, I would say that's true. It does feel like a family reunion and it feels like my family now. And so I really look forward to it, even though it's a lot of work for me. Um, I really look forward to so it. our families. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I have a great time. And so I think that's probably the success of the association is what they've built having this, um, this event every year. We're going into our 69th convention and trade show this year. And I think think we'll probably have 7 to 800 people come wow. to Mississippi which is huge for that's our great. small state and um
0: and for a one person running this association yeah. that's <laughs> massive. I mean, yeah. Wow.
2: So I did hire an intern this year. First Good. year ever I have an intern and she's going to be helping me um and she is knows nothing about lumber either so I'm going to be helping her learn and hopefully introducing to her to um some future potential employers. And Smart so idea. Start, yes. yeah.
1: cycle those interns. Yes. Like yes. Every year. <laughs> so of the people that attend, how many are from Mississippi? A
2: lot of people are from Mississippi. I would probably say maybe 50%. So we have our mill members have to be in the state. They have to be a sawmill in the state, but then we have a lot of sawmills that are outside of Mississippi, they can also be associate members. And so mm-hmm. we have a lot of those mills come participate in our convention as well. So like, you know, neighboring states like Alabama has big ones like Westerbelt, West Rock. Um, there's some from Arkansas, Louisiana, really all over the Southeast. But then recently in the past few years, we've had a lot of people come from Oregon, a lot of people come from Canada I know I've got one group coming from Mexico this year. So it is bringing in a more diverse international crowd, which is great. I mean, we love promoting our state. Um, it's really important to the board that we host this in our state and we promote it to you know bring in everybody to spend money at our state and um, mm-hmm. promote Mississippi.
1: So if you're new to the industry and your company is not part of MLM. Can mm-hmm. you join as an individual or how does that work?
2: Absolutely. So if you're new to the industry and you are a industry related business, you can be an associate member. It is very affordable. <laughs> it is $250 a year to be an associate member. And that includes all of your employees. Um wow. yes. It so, is
0: affordable.
2: And so that's really a goal of mine is to grow our associate membership, bring more people to Mississippi, um, introduce them to our um mills. And um yeah, so we'd love to have more associate members. You can reach out to me. Um I, all the information is on our website. It's MLMA lumber.com. You can join online. Um, and then we have two member events a year, the big one in the summer in Biloxi. And then we have an annual meeting in February and it will be in Oxford, Mississippi next year. So um there's a plug there for Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. <laughs> um, that's going to be a really fun meeting too.
0: That's awesome. And we will... We will link your website and also your contact information in our show notes so that people have access to that. Um, if they're interested in joining and um, not, do you think it's time for like rapid fire? It's rapid fire. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Fire. All right. So if you've listened, you probably know some of yes. these.
1: but yes.
2: <laughs> we'll come at you hot. Okay.
1: What's the last book you read?
2: The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. And it was phenomenal. I would highly suggest it. You know, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Reese's book club. She just picked it up as her book of the she month. Did? So I feel wait, like, did you read it first? Oh, I read it. Yeah. First, oh, but um, yeah. yes. And apparently it's a movie that's coming out soon. So um, oh, you're ahead of
0: the
2: curve. I know. I can't wait for the movie to come out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll add that. Now we have
1: a book list. So we'll add your yes. book suggestion.
2: Well, I'm a big reader. So I'd love some suggestions too. Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> What's the most recent thing you learned within the industry?
2: I've learned so much here in Portland this week about mass timber. Um, it's obviously a huge new market for our members. And so I've been here for the past three days at the International Mass Timber Conference, learning all about the industry and how it's made and where we can go in the future of mass timber. So it's been really interesting. We should do a mass timber.
1: Episode. Yes. 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 Yep. That's a good idea. Okay. Describe the lumber industry in one word exciting especially i feel like coming off that it's funny. somebody says yeah. one word and we're like put more yeah. it's more i had yeah. the one word yeah. like there's it's the future yes of it, it is to see
2: that. it is so exciting and it's just like to hear the conversations about the sustainability of um forestry and forest products and how much it can have an impact on the climate change that we're all like desperately trying to improve um you know we really it's so positive to hear that. And so it's really exciting to see all the new technologies and what the future will look like for lumber and everything. Yeah. Mass
1: timber AI.
2: Yes. Yeah. Let's let's get on that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Last question. What's your favorite
1: thing about the industry?
2: The people. They are the best. I have the best job in the world and I love the people I work for and work with.
0: Okay, it's a trick because Natalie said it's the last question, but I've been throwing this thing in. Oh, oh boy. Because <laughs> I think it's more, it's not really podcast related. It's more like, what does your perfect Saturday look like?
2: Oh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, so perfect Saturday for me, I have a four-year-old daughter. So probably wake up and go um, work out, maybe play tennis. I love tennis. Um and then maybe do something fun with my daughter and my husband, like go for a hike or, or, um, go to the park and then have brunch somewhere. We have a lot of good restaurants in Mississippi. The food is very good if you've never been. Um, so maybe go somewhere for brunch and then come home and just, you know, do whatever in the afternoon, maybe read a book, maybe. We take a nap, <laughs> love
0: it. I love our right. afternoon, nap. Yes.
2: and then of course, have some wine with dinner.
0: Of course, it's a, you have a perfectly balanced Saturday, in my opinion. Sounds very nice, yeah.
2: Now, does it happen like that every Saturday? No, I, I go to four year old birthday parties on Saturday. <laughs> That's the reality, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Taking time out of your trip to the conference that you've been attending all week. We
1: really appreciate it. It's been lovely to meet you. Yes. Um, Yes. Thank you so much. We got to meet back up again. And when did I see you last year? Was
2: it a year? No, it wasn't. It was October. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I know it wasn't even that long ago. And I learned about Lumber Slingers and started listening. And then I was (laughs) like, oh, wait, I'm going to be in Portland. I need to call Natalie. So yeah, thank you all so much for hosting me. This has been so fun. My first podcast. You killed it. You killed it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank y'all.